Dylan Wikes. He's the 2012 Olympian, fourth fastest Canadian marathoner of all time from Kingston, Ontario, who lived in Vancouver for quite a while, training with the BC Endurance Project before moving back to Ontario to Ottawa earlier this year. He's the coach and co-founder of the Mile to Marathon Group, a team that has rethought and changed up the idea of running as a social activity to build in a serious performance element. He may or may not be winding down a career that has inspired many. One very highly nationally ranked marathoner comes to mind, but he still has a ton to talk about. Dylan Wikes is a guest on this week's show, and we'll talk about returning to Kingston to run the cross-country nationals, the competitive mindset, the California International Marathon, which he won eight years ago, the freshly awarded National 10,000 Meter Championship coming to Vancouver, Miles Marathon, and a whole lot more. You're listening to The Terminal Mile at The Terminal Mile on Instagram and Twitter, a Tracky Radio production. So we, we have a lot to talk about, uh, Dylan, but I, I think probably the best place to start is with something that I heard from, from a number of people, actually, and this was about a promise um, that was made by, by a former coach of yours, um, and I believe, I believe still a friend of, of yours, but regarding the, the, the cross-country national championships uh, happening in Kingston, um, maybe you can elaborate on that, and you know, is, is that what brought you back to Kingston this year? Yeah, for sure, yeah. Um, Steve Boyd who was my coach and training partner and mentor and a bunch of different things at different phases in, in my life. He, uh, I remember we were running one day, it was probably 10 years ago, and he was talking about getting the Canadian cross-country championships in, uh, in Kingston, and you know, I thought that was the greatest idea ever. And, uh, yeah, it was just kind of this thing where, you know, I was like, well, if you get it, I'll run, and he said, "I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make it happen." And uh, sure enough, he did. And sure enough, it was three years, uh, three of the four years passed by, and I hadn't run. So this was, uh, this had to be the year. Is that something that, that, like, you remembered the entire time, and you're like, "Ah, you know, I'll go next year. I'll go next year." Oh, totally. Yeah, it's like I remember when they won the bid, and they probably. It was probably two years before they even started hosting that they found out they, they won. And I was like, I'll be there. And then each year came up and something was happening with my running or my life. And it just it just didn't materialize. And then it was this year. And it was like, oh, man, I got I to gotta make this happen. <laughs> oh, you know, when I talked to you before the race, you, you said, you know, you'd be super happy with, with top 20. Uh, you ended up coming in, in 23rd. You know, overall, how, how did you feel about that race, you know, given given its buildup and, and that sort of stuff? You know what? I was I was happy. Yeah, it was like I always had to have some sort of performance expectation on myself to, to stay motivated. And, and, that, and you know, <laughs> at one point it was probably top 50. And then I actually was able to do some proper training for a few weeks and the, the goal got a bit higher. But in in the end, it was it was awesome just to just to be out there and and uh, just to be part of the event and and to get uh, to get back to Kingston and race. I hadn't raced in Kingston forever, so that was cool. Was Fort Henry just as as you remembered it? Oh, Fort Henry's just it's just brutal, but but awesome all all at the same time. And it was uh, yeah, it was definitely there was lots of emotions from 
you know, thinking that that, uh, that it was great, and I was having an awesome time to just wanting to to quit and and, and walk off the course. But it was, uh, yeah, that course brings a lot, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, you, you know. One thing that I was thinking of in preparation for this is slowly over the last couple of years, we've we've kind of seen your name pop up less and less in, in the results. Um, and, you know, yeah, here here you were for this. Was was this a big farewell? I, I mean, I suppose I suppose we can we can ask put that right on the table, you know, say it right out. <laughs> Yeah, it's. I mean, it's hard to say. It's funny. I uh, the last couple of years, um, you know, my own running hasn't really been my focus. I kind of made, made you know, after not making the 2016 um, Olympics, I kind of kind of gave up. I tried to make a little bit of a comeback in in 2017, um, but I got a bit ambitious and kind of got banged up again. So this was uh, kind of the training for this race for national cross country that I did was, um, you know, I only, I only trained seriously for six or six or eight weeks, but, uh, it was, you know, the most focused training I had done in, in a long time. So it was, it was kind of fun and it, it was a good, good motivation. Um, I don't know. I don't know what, if, if I'll, uh, it, 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 it wasn't necessarily something that I'm super motivated by my performance and I'm going to, keep at it but at the same time it wasn't just like one and one and done i, I am i'm still gonna keep trying to tick away maybe and uh and see what the old body's got left well uh, perhaps we can talk about you know what was your training like uh going into this you know i i know i read on on your on your instagram page that you know like maybe maybe it wasn't optimal and stuff especially with the move and stuff but uh you know perhaps a uh, par- Perhaps we we should should hear what it was, you know, and maybe we can compare it to yeah. uh, to what we're doing too. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I, I thought I was going to start training for this race in like July, and and then our move um, from Vancouver to to Ottawa just kind of got got in the way of that. It was super busy, um, but I mean, I was still I was still running. I think I ran. 32 minutes for uh, for a 10k uh, in mid September before we left Vancouver, so I was in decent shape. But uh, it got to kind of early October, and and I realized I needed to start actually doing some workouts and stuff. So um, my coach Rich Lee he wrote me a couple workouts a week and just started taking away. It was mostly the workouts were mostly kind of tempo run stuff. Um, and I ran six days a week, took Saturdays off. I, it was uh, kind of nice to, to just hang out with the fam and have no commitments on, uh, on Saturdays. And uh, I think I ran probably 16 miles a week, what's that, 100 and something, about 100K a week um, for about six, six or seven weeks leading up to it. So it was nothing, uh, you know, nothing earth-shattering, but it was kind of good enough where I felt I could then probably race half decently. Um, you know, after after the race, uh, when we were talking, you mentioned something about you know not knowing if you could get yourself into that into that mindset of of being a professional athlete anymore. Um, you know, I think probably a good place to start would be 
to define what that means to you, you know, to have that, that professional athlete mindset? Oh yeah. I mean, there's a lot to, a lot to unpack out of that, but I think, you know, for me, it's like having the running as, you know, the number one thing, um, the top of the priority list in your day, you know, you wake up and the first thing on your mind is, is that runner you go to bed at night and you're saying you're, you're already planning um, for your training for the next day. Um, and yeah, you know, the reality is for me right now with, uh, with a young family, uh, living in a new city and with, uh, managing uh, a coaching business and stuff that it's, it's hard to, uh, to kind of have that as, as the as a number one priority you know i i've i've heard a couple stories and i definitely heard a couple stories over the over the you know a couple weekends ago at the at the national cross country but you know like like thinking back to that time you know before you had that that young family and stuff like what what was the difference like what were some of the things that that you could do that perhaps you couldn't do now yeah i mean it's just i think it's uh you know a, a lot of it is just the time that goes into it and certainly like I'm not going to carve out four hours on uh, you know on a Saturday or Sunday to to do a workout and I'm not going to fit in those you know those second runs uh, you know early in the evening on on the weekdays it's just uh, for me now that's kind of that's kind of family time and that's it's uh that's a i think that's a good thing right now <laughs> so no more impromptu uh trips up to altitude or anything no that's i mean that's it right it's like even even when we had our our first kid that we uh, i think in 2015 we our, our oldest now sasha was one at the time and i was just like oh, i need to i need to make the 2016 olympic team i i gotta go back to altitude and we just we just made it happen but uh but now it's kind of, uh, you know, after a number of years of, of injuries and kind of dis- disappointments and, and not making um, the teams I wanted to make or running the times I wanted to run, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of not, uh, not a priority in life. But uh, that's, you know, that, I think that's cool. You know, um, there's a lot I want to talk to you about uh, with with Mile to Marathon, uh, your coaching group. But I think we should start with the with the most breaking news, and that is that as of today, I believe um, I saw Chris Winter tweeted out that uh, the the national the ten thousand meter national championships will be coming out to Vancouver, and Mile to Marathon is uh, is a part of that. You know, can you fill us in on on some of the details that you know? Yeah, yeah, this is. Uh... Super cool. We're pumped to hear um, that this was going to happen. And basically, Chris and Cliff at DC Athletics um, wanted to bring us, us as in Marathon, in to kind of help build the community side of the event. So they thought uh, just having two standalone, you know, 10,000 meter races, one for the men and one for the women. Wouldn't uh, wouldn't be a great sell as an event, and at Mountain Marathon we've done some um, community races on the track. We call them Chase the Pace, and there's these you know a lot of people in our groups and a lot of people that we coach don't 
often have the opportunity to run the track. So we uh, actually Rob, Rob Watson's idea um, was to to expose them to the track by just having some time trials, uh, five thousand year time trials on the track for these people. So we're we're going to be looking at building out the kind of the community aspect of uh, of this. You know, I think they're calling it the Pacific uh, Distance Carnival of this event and try and try and get a bunch of people out to run themselves and then stick around and drink beer. Hopefully there'll be a big beer garden and to then watch the, the high performance races that'll go on later in the evening. So we're trying to make it a big kind of festival atmosphere and uh, kind of, you know, that night of 10,000 meter races that they've done in the UK for, for several years now is kind of the model and we're, we're pretty pumped to be a part of it. Man, that sounds that sounds awesome, and uh, you know this this coming from a big fan of, uh, you know your work with with the chase the pace and, and that sort of stuff. It's it's been a lot of fun to to watch and kind of that that side of the culture grow. Um, you know, speaking of of mile to marathon, one thing that I've kind of always admired about that is, you know, you have this you have this run group and with a lot of run groups that that you see across the country, you know, the emphasis is on. Um, the social aspect and, and the cultural uh, part of it and growing the running culture. But one thing that I've noticed with, with Mile to Marathon that you guys bring that is a little bit different is that there's this there's this big stressing on, you know, the high performance side of it as well too, you know, just seeing some of the workouts that you guys do, you know, on your Instagram account and, and on Twitter and that sort of stuff. It's like, oh no, these these guys are, are training and they're they're putting in, some very serious work is is that something that you kind of you know built in by design from the start yeah i mean i think that is is kind of what the goal always was with mount marathon is to kind of merge those two worlds of the run crews that just you know go for a 5k run and drink some beers and and which is awesome and is a is a great part of of the whole culture of running now, um, and trying to merge that with what myself and and Rob um, know from from our world is the high performance and kind of bringing it, bringing it together. And you know, there's no reason that people who you know are at the level that we coach and a lot of our people are, you know, kind of in that range of trying to knock out a BQ um, or a little bit faster. And there's no reason that they can't hammer out some some big workouts if they're training if they build up to it properly and stuff like that so we you know we we had that skill set and that knowledge of the high performance piece and and thought it was it, there was a place to to bring that to you know runners of all abilities i was thinking back to a conversation that i had with uh, with nate brennan earlier this year and you know, it, it it stuck with me how he has talked about his own coaching and, and how rewarding it is to see someone, you know, even to run like a like a five minute mile or, or something like that, you know, coming from, you know, a guy like Nate Brennan, who could probably knock out, you know, five minute miles for, for days, right? Is, is that something that, that really struck you as well, too? You know, like what, what's been the most rewarding part of this whole mile to marathon thing? Yeah, I think I think that's a huge part of it is just seeing these people that they just, well, however they come to the sport, um, you know, they fall in love with it and they've dedicated themselves to it and they're willing to, to put in some work and to see, you know, to see that light bulb go off and to, to see them start to knock out some, some PBs and start to run times that they didn't think were possible, that it's, 
it's just really cool. And, and running is just such a great sport for for that to to be able to see people grow as soon as athletes, but it's also like you know a huge growing as 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 people and uh, just the confidence that they can gain from it and stuff. So it's it, it's really neat, and it's definitely when I first got into it, I, I wasn't quite sure um, if if it was going to be for me, but it's it's been super cool to be able. And you know, I didn't think you know five ten years ago, I probably didn't think that I could get all jazzed up about someone running a you know breaking four hour barrier for the marathon. But when they put in the work and 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 that's their goal and they accomplish it, it's it's super cool. You know, you've made the move out to Ottawa. Um, does that mean that there's going to be a Miles Marathon Ottawa group coming soon? <laughs> well, see, I've had a number of people um, ask me that, and I've got emails from people. I'm uh, I, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure what I'm going to do at this point. It's uh, it's pretty damn cold out here, right now. <laughs> and you know, uh, it, we started Miles Marathon in Vancouver. Uh, we started doing the group thing in the summer um, at three three years ago now, and it was great. You know, we just rock up, and it, it was awesome. The weather was great, and then even there, it got to like November, December, and it was raining and cold. I was like, oh man, why why did I think this was a good idea? This is terrible right now. So I'm gonna have to really wrap my head around how I'm gonna coach when it's minus twenty outside and and what we're gonna do, but. Uh, that that has been, you know, the, building the group in Vancouver was really rewarding, and the, you know the the face to face interaction with people is is awesome. So it's something I definitely miss now that I'm not there in Vancouver. Um, so yeah, hope at some point it'll probably happen here. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's been great to see a lot of the PBs and, and stuff that that come over there. Like I said, you know, even even as someone who has. I would say probably very little attachment to the group. I, you know, I, I get jazzed when I see, you know, all your social media posts and stuff and just bringing people in, into that aspect of the sport, I think is, uh, is really quite neat. Are you, you're still taking, uh, you know, online, uh, online athletes as well too. And if you want to throw, you know, your web address and stuff, then, then by all means, man. Yeah, we're still, uh, we, we coach not only in Vancouver, but we, we definitely coach people online. Um, it's mild to the number two marathon.com and you know we've got uh five or six coaches now and it's 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 a lot of fun there's a lot of cool people involved and it's uh yeah it's kind of my my, my baby and um i love it and i love we've got uh lots of exciting stuff on the go so it's pretty pretty fun you know what one thing that i want to to talk to you about was this past fall, there is there's something so so huge, uh, you know, in the whole marathon thing in in Canada, and you know, you were formerly the number two fastest uh, Canadian marathoner mm-hmm. of all time, and then you got moved to number three, and then this fall you actually got moved to number four. Now I understand that you're out on the course, you know, what what were you thinking, you know, when when you saw you know Cam a couple times that day. Yeah, that was uh, it. It was cool to be there, and uh, it was yeah, it was really interesting because obviously, um, you know, at one point in in my career, breaking breaking that record was like 
what I've lived and breathed for. Um, and I'm a little detached from that now, but it's still like watching it. You're like, huh, am I going to be like upset if this guy breaks the record? And it's like, well, probably not. It's not something that's in my wheelhouse uh, at the moment, but it was, it was pretty cool. And it was like, I was out there and I was just running around, um, tracking some of my athletes and I, I was just tracking the leaderboard on my phone and Cam was through halfway and I think 104 and I saw him at about halfway. I was like, ah, he looks pretty good. He's got a good little group there. That's cool. And then his pace started to slip. I saw him uh, on, the, on the leaderboard that I was tracking the results. It's like, ah, hopefully he holds it together. And I saw him at 35K and, and, and I actually couldn't, I did the math wrong. I was like, ah, and then I realized, oh no, he he just ran 15 minutes from 30 to 35k, and I was like, that, that's just insane. I just didn't comprehend that that he would do that. And then he obviously, I think he pretty much kept up that pace to the finish. It was uh, it was super impressive, and yeah, I'm really excited about uh, about what that guy's going to do. Listening to to a few interviews with, with him that. Uh, for yourself and uh, and Robbie did afterwards. It's like that. He's just uh, he's just scratching the surface, so it's pretty fun. Oh man, for sure, for sure. Was it was there any point, you know, throughout that where you thought, uh, you know what, I could have I could have had that record at one time, you know, like was was there any you know reflecting back and like, well, if I would have done this, you know, is is there any regrets from from the marathoning career? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, all the time. It's like I you know I tr- I try to. To feel good and be uh, appreciative of, of the you know the performances that I had had, but you know there, there's always every in everyone's career those those times where you felt you could have run faster and you know I think about uh, the winter of, of 2012 and I was I was rolling along the way and I thought I was gonna I thought I was gonna get the record that year and it, it didn't it didn't happen but it's like. You know, it, it it is it is what it is. But yeah, you definitely think about those those times. Like, ah, oh, I was I was super fit, and I should have got that record. But hey, it it is what it is. It, the marathon. That's why the marathon is such a such a beautiful event because it's also such a such a tough bastard that it it always keeps you guessing. Oh man, on on your Instagram the other day, I I saw that post that you made about you know winning uh, CIM a couple of years ago or you know a bunch of years ago. That was eight, that was eight years ago now, Michael. <laughs> oh man. Ago, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but like CIM now is is like that race that you know if you're an American marathoner, uh, I guess unless your name is Galen Rob, but like if you are like any other American marathoner, like that is the place that you go and you get your Olympic trials time. What what was it like back then? Was it like s- similar sort of atmosphere? Um, not not really. There was like there were not many Americans running it the year that I ran. Um, maybe a handful of like guys that were kind of. 215 guys um and then there was you know probably a handful of of african guys running and it didn't uh it, you know people hadn't caught wind of it at that point um for the beautiful race that it is with the you know a little bit of a net downhill but um and a nice fast course and you get a nice day but it was uh yeah it's a cool race and i and i, I followed it the last few years and seen all those guys um, and women achieving the U.S. Olympic trial standards, and it's it's pretty awesome. 
is is it as fast as they say or or are they exaggerate exaggerating it a lot? No, it's like it's good. It's a really good. Well, it's funny because I remember I ran um, there in in twenty ten. I ran two twelve forty. I think two twelve thirty maybe. Um, and it, there was some some people after the fact they're like, ah, oh, that's only worth two fifteen or whatever. And I, I think my coach at the time did some like analysis to, to, you know, comparing people's best times there to their eventual best times in their career or whatever. And, it, you know, it's definitely fast. Maybe it's a minute, maybe it's two minutes. Um, but, you know, I don't think it's like, well, you know, you're not falling off the top of a mountain and, and rolling downhill for, for 26 miles. You still, you still got to run. Oh man! Well, you ha- almost have me convinced that you know you, you're giving up on on this dream, and and then you know maybe maybe you're looking ahead uh, and that sort of stuff now. But perhaps you can answer this: What does a you know not as competitive Dylan Wikes look like? Like what what are you running? You know what kind of what kind of times do you think that you're going to uh, to hit? Well, it's really, I mean it's really hard to say like the marathon it's uh, is just like a different piece you really have to be i don't say you have to be all in but you have to be committed you have to be more committed than i am now so i don't even think i could it, it, unless i you know change some things and uh that i could even train to to run a marathon but you know the half marathon and 10k maybe maybe are different different things and you know Stuff like running 105 and 30 minutes. Those are those those are still in my wheelhouse. Whether whether I you know bite whether I bite and try try and focus a bit more and try and go faster is uh, is to be seen. But it's 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 a hard it's a hard game to to wrap your head around. It's a lot to commit to. But um, you know I, I I love it at the same time. So you you never know. Okay, well, I'm going to put the pitch out to you right now. If you get the Mile to Marathon group together in Ottawa or, you know, get three other guys who you think can, can run pretty fast, will you be down yeah. for, for the Terminal Mile Cup, uh, the distance medley relay championship that we hold on the Hamilton track on the long weekend in August? Can, can we expect to see you there? This sounds epic. I will, uh, I, I will make that happen if I'm still running. By that time, I will uh, I will be there. Perfect. We'll we'll get you, Steve Boyd. Um, we'll bring in Colin Fewer, and then oh, we'll, we need some, we we need someone for the fourth. But already, I can see this being fantastic. Windsor, you guys better watch out because <laughs> <laughs> these guys they're they're coming for you. They're coming for you, man. I don't know if this is the end or not. <sighs> I, I kind of hope it isn't, but like if you're not there, then I guess we can accept it and, and that sort of stuff. But man, it's it's good to have you back on. And, um, you know, it's it's great what you're doing with Mile to Marathon. I, I really appreciate it. I, I'm sure, you know, people across the country are enjoying following along on that ride. And, you know, thanks a lot for being on the show, man. Yeah, I appreciate uh Appreciate you having me. It's fun. It's kind of uh, it, it was fun to get down to Kingston and connect with you and a bunch of other people again. I've been out of that uh, out of that scene for for a while, so it was uh, lots of fun, and this has been fun too.
Well, that wraps up another edition of the Terminal Mile. Big thanks to my guests this week, Dylan, as well as to Tracky for their ongoing support. If you want to find out more on Mile to Marathon, be sure to check out their website, mile, followed by the number 2, marathon.com. If you want to find us online, you can do so at the Terminal Mile. We're on Instagram and Twitter with that handle. We're also on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, and of course, tracky.ca. Thanks to you for listening. This has been the Terminal Mile, a Tracky Radio production. Yeah.